Happy Halloween, boys and ghouls, witches in the one dress. Today, you're getting a super special episode because it's Halloween. Um, 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 um. I originally wanted to write this episode while I was in a haunted place and then talk about the haunted place, but I've already got a bunch of trips uh, this year and I didn't plan well enough. So here we are. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of the coffin sound box today. It's just how it's going to be. You're welcome. Um, so that being said, here's our first sound of the spooky episode. Okay, it's done. Um, I had hoped they had like a better Jack Nicholson maniacal laugh, but uh, I digress. Um, today I am going to tell you about a haunted hotel which is haunted in a happy way for the most part, um, which I think is interesting, but I'll tell you all about it. So we are going to talk about, I'm going to talk about because Rex can't talk, a uh, haunted hotel from one of the most classic horror books by Stephen King and also one of the most classic horror movies. If you guessed the hotel from The Shining, you win a sticker, DM the Instagram, I'll mail you a sticker. Um, so the Stanley Hotel is out of Estes Park, Colorado, and is most famous for its ghosts, excellent service, and charm, which I thought was interesting. The hotel itself is over 100 years old and is only five miles from the Rocky Mountain National Park. It was built in the early 1900s by the creator of the Stanley Steam Engine, a human called Freeland Oscar Stanley. Uh, and he opened the hotel in 1909, which catered to the rich and famous. Oh. I think anybody can go there now, but uh, whatever. Um, so essentially what happened was, is Mr. Stanley got super fucking sick. He had tuberculosis and the doctor was like, dude, you have six months to live. Sucks to suck. But what I can do is I've got a friend out in Estes Park, Colorado. He's got a great cabin. You guys can go stay there for the summer. Enjoy three of the last of your six months. And I think the mountain air might help cure your tuberculosis, which is interesting. Like, I think they lived in Maine. So I don't I think the air quality in Maine should have been fine. But I don't know. Doctors were weird back then. Um, so obviously Mr. Stanley and Mrs. Stanley, Flora, had traveled to Colorado under the advisement of this doctor. And they went to go seek their fresh mountain air. And not only did they like fall in love with the scenery and the area and the people, Mr. Stanley started to get better, like drastically better. And so now I think this doctor is a witch doctor, but... Whatever. Let's see if there's a button for that. There's not? Okay, fine. <clears throat> um, so it got to a point where, he, like, the summer was done, and Flora was like, all right, here's the deal. I would like to live here, so you are going to build me this house here. Sorry, my house. Like, their house in Maine. I want a copy here, and you will build it for me. And so, of course, he was like, yeah, perfect. Like, I, I, I'm getting better. Why wouldn't we stay out here? So... He built a home about a mile west of where they would later put the hotel. That home is now currently a private residence. I like to think that it's haunted. Uh, I don't really know. Um, I don't know who it would be haunted by because it sounds like the Stanleys are pretty happy haunting their hotel, but we'll get into that. So 
Um, house is built. Boom. I wish you guys could, I need to set up a YouTube eventually once I'm done being anonymous, but, uh, um, obviously before the house was built, he had to buy the land. So Mr. Stanley bought the land from a, I'm a creature. That's super rude. Bought the land from a Irish Earl named Lord Dunraven, who, <laughs> this idiot, who had previously purchased the land in 1872 while on a hunting trip to the U.S., so what he did is he built a hunting lodge, the Earl, and a cabin and a hotel for his guests. So some of, I think some of those pieces are still there. I don't think Stanley demolished all of them and rebuilt, but anyway. Uh, but what happened was is this motherfucker was illegally homesteading up to 6,000 acres of that land. And while he was illegally homesteading, he had tried to create a private hunting preserve, but he was unsuccessful. And essentially, it sounds like what he was doing was that he was trying to swindle the locals out of their land and their money so he could create this private hunting preserve. And they were like, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. So they ran him out of town and he was like, shit, I have this land that I can't use. The locals hate me. I'm broke. And Stanley was like, hey, like, I'll take your land. And so obviously he sold the land. Um, construction started in 1906. Sorry. Um, and what was what was interesting, what's cool about it is that they gathered material from the nearby mountains and the hotel was built in the Georgian architectural style, which is absolutely gorgeous. Like I'll put photos up on the creepy cryptid crypt podcast Instagram so you can see like it's a beautiful building. I hope one day that I can go stay at the Stanley Hotel and conduct like a ghost finding, fact finding mission. Um, but I digress. Excuse me. So, hotel being constructed, materials from the mountains, beautiful architecture. The hotel had running water, electricity, and telephones. The only amenity that it did not have was heat, but that's okay because it was designed with the intensive purposes of running it as a summer-only resort. I guess, you know, skiing wasn't really that big yet. So, there you have it. Uh, lots of famous people stayed at the Stanley Hotel. These famous people include individuals such as Teddy Roosevelt, the Emperor and Empress of Japan, which I thought was interesting, and of course, the legendary Stephen King. Um, yeah, Stephen... Really, Box? Okay, so Stephen King stayed there. Um, a lot of other people after the hotel was opened would come and stay because they also had tuberculosis. And I guess doctors were just prescribing mountain air to cure tuberculosis. And a lot of other people had heard Mr. Stanley's story and they're like, I am going to this hotel. It will cure my tuberculosis. Everything will be fine again. Um, so just want to put that in there before I forget and keep talking about Stephen King. Um, so the story goes with Stephen King is he and his wife and I think their child had ended up staying at the Stanley Hotel in the fall of 1974. 
and they stopped to stay the night. So at this point in time, the hotel was not very busy. It was kind of like behind the times. So I'm imagining it being like a little creepier than it should have looked and, you know, not a lot of staff. Um, and obviously it's also, it's the winter. It was originally designed as a summer resort. So when the Kings got there, they learned that the hotel was closing for the winter and not a lot of staff would hang back. So they're like, eh, we don't really have anywhere else to stay. I guess we'll stay anyway. So they did, and they were checked into room 217, which is apparently one of the presidential suites. So in this room, Stephen King had a nightmare so hellish and scary that it kick-started his book, The Shining. Like, he wrote the whole book from that one fucking nightmare. And I like to think that Mr. and Mrs. Stanley, like, saw this as an opportunity. They're like, oh, yes, this famous horror writer is coming to stay at our hotel. Let's give him a spooky-as-fuck dream, and then he will write this book because he's famous and everyone will love it, and then it will kickstart the people coming back to our hotel. It will kickstart our tourism again. So... Uh, the book's popularity and then the film The Shining brought new life to the hotel and tourism picked back up. So I think the Stanleys were like, perfect. People will come see us. We'll get the hotel back up and running. It's going to be fucking flawless. Um, I didn't put the nightmare in here because I don't care enough, quite frankly. Uh, a nightmare is a nightmare. I think that reading what somebody says they experienced and experiencing it are two different things. I also don't care enough to look it up. Um, so there's that. The Stanley Hotel is currently open and running, and you can stay in their cabins, their spa resort, their condos, or the original hotel. And they offer a variety of experiences and restaurants, and of course, ghost tours. This one is so long. I think they offer at least three different ghost tours there. So that's kind of fun. Um, and like I said earlier, the goal is eventually to go and do an updated episode when I stay there, tell you guys if I see or experience anything, take all the ghost tours, maybe a spa day, but that's a little bit further out from right this very minute. So let me tell you about the ghosts who do live there. Um, I will point out that some of them are interesting because nobody's died in this hotel. So earlier in the episode when I said people were like happy haunting, like the Haunted Mansion. Nope. I don't know if anybody's happy haunting the Haunted Mansion. Anyway, they're happy haunting because nobody died there. So the Stanley Hotel was so close to their positive memories or they just like fucking with a lot of people. Like, so they're all there, but none of them died there because nobody died there. At least that's on record. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Um, so Mr. Stanley and Flora also both reside spectrally at the hotel still. You can spot Mr. Stanley in the billiard room or the bar. Sometimes he likes to check in on his guests, checking in in the lobby. <laughs> um, Flora, on the other hand, likes to stay close to the ballroom because that's where the piano is, and guests and workers will sometimes hear her play the piano. Um, it's usually just a few keys here and there, according to reports, um, but not like a full song. 
There's also like ghost children, which I thought was interesting. So like if I was a ghost child, I would fucking be haunting anywhere but a hotel. Amusement parks, fucking zoos, movie theaters, not a hotel. But I guess uh, these children had such a great time at the hotel that they, they hang out around room 418 and they like to play in the hallway and keep guests up all night. And in one instance, a guest complained to the front desk. They're like, hey, these fucking kids are playing in the hallway. They kept us up all night. Like, can you, can you call the room that has the kids in it and tell them to, like, maybe not do that? And front desk was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, but the, the thing with that is, is, like, there's no families staying here, and there's no kids checked in, so do, do you want to talk to the ghosts, or do you want me to talk to the ghosts? Like, what do you want to do? So, uh, there's that. Oh yeah, Booba? It's a big, big yawn. One of the other ghosts who stays there is um, Elizabeth Wilson. So the one big incident on record that did happen at the hotel that was kind of scary uh, was in 1911. So there was a gas leak. And gas back then in 1911 didn't have smell. So just gas leak. Explosion. No smell. This is where we're going. Uh, Elizabeth Wilson was a maid at the hotel, and she was heading into room 217. If you remember, that's where the king stayed. Um, to clean, and she was holding a candle. Now, with the gas leak in room 217, she is walking in with a candle. She can't smell the gas. Obviously. <laughs> Explosion. Destroys the whole fucking second floor. Blasts Elizabeth out of the room. I think she landed in, like, the fucking dining room or something. But thankfully, she survived. And Mr. Stanley was like, this is a fucking problem. Like, a fucking problem. So, he paid all of her medical bills. She recovered. And she returned to work. She went back to work at the Stanley Hotel. She loved working there. She worked there until she was 90 years old. 90. And she didn't show up the next day for work because she retired. She passed away. She just loved it so much. She was like, yep, fuck it. I'm going to go to work every day. Mimo, Mimo, Mimo. Like, that's crazy, but it's also awesome. Like, I don't know anybody who loves their job that much. Well, I do. I know a few people. Sorry. Um, so she passed away. She loved the hotel so much. She's also one of those people who haunts it now. She does haunt room 217, but what's interesting is that she really doesn't like when that room is rented out to unmarried couples, <laughs> which is so funny because it's like that, that's probably the majority of couples nowadays, but whatever. Um, so there are reports and stories of her where she'll like, Married couples who are unmarried couples who are sleeping in the bed will like feel a space wedging in between them in the middle of the night, or they'll like suddenly get into a fight randomly, or like they'll just feel all of this heavy tension in between themselves, even though like they were totally fine before they got into the room. Um, and she really also doesn't like single men, which I thought was really interesting. So some single men will wake up, have reportedly woken up with their belongings packed up and like left outside the door of room 217. Like just 
She said, nope, get the fuck out. Here's your shit. Bye. I packed it. This is all right. Um, she can, <laughs> she also shows up in apparition form. So that means like full on ghosty, which is always fun. Oh, sorry. I have to pause because I have to go potty. Here's a spooky noise to let me up. Okay, I'm back. Uh, where are my notes? Here we are. Okay. <clears throat> so, just talked about Miss Elizabeth Wilson, the maid who loves to fuck with unmarried couples and single men. Um, remember that Lord Dunraven guy who <laughs> sold the Stanley's the land? Um, he also used to go to the hotel a lot and stay there. And so he actually also haunts a different room. He haunts uh, room 407. And so he's kind of like a creepy motherfucker. He likes to stand in the, I'm sorry, I'm moving around like I'm in a corner of a room. He likes to stand in the corner of the room, closest to the bathroom, which I think is a little strange, but whatever. And he just like fucking stares at people. Just like fucking stares. I don't, I don't know if he, I, I don't know. Maybe he's not a people person. Um, he also likes to stare at people out the window of that room when the room isn't booked. And so people who are passing by, if they look up, they'll see his fucking face like in the window, just mean mugging everybody. Maybe, maybe he's pissed that his idea for the preserve, the game preserve and the hotel like didn't take off and the Stanleys did and people are still coming. Like that's the only reason I can think that he's like mean mugging anybody and everybody. Um, he also likes to fuck with people. I mean, you know, ghosts do. So um, he will turn the lights on and off. And so one witness story said, um, one time I was in the room and the light in the corner like kept going on and off and the light was off. And so I told the ghost, hey dude, I know you're here. I'm only gonna be here for two nights. Can you please turn the light back on? And then, of course, Lord Dunraven was like, all right, he turned the light back on. But later, <laughs> this motherfucker, when the lights were turned off and the guest was trying to sleep, he was fucking with the elevator close to the room to be like, okay, I know you said two nights, but I'm going to mess with this elevator all night and see if it gets you to leave earlier. Like, he just doesn't like people in his room, even though it's not his room anymore, which I think is hilarious. Um... So those are some of the ghosts that live there. I found this other article early this morning to see if I could find anybody else. A lot of people who take pictures on the ghost tours will find um, orbs in their photos. And so those of you who don't know what an orb is, is so sometimes... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to collect myself. I get really excited talking about this stuff. Um, orbs are usually spectral energy. So it's kind of, it's the energy that a ghost can muster to kind of show itself to people. And it's apparently very difficult for them to come full bodied. It takes a lot of energy. And so they'll sometimes just pop up as an orb. Like if you've seen the Haunted Mansion movie, fucking orb ghosty lady running around. Um, so those will be in a lot of pictures, photos, sometimes in like ghost adventures and uh, ghost, ghost brothers. That's the one that I like. 
Um, you can debunk that stuff because sometimes it's dust or bugs, but other times, like, they are full-on spectral orbs. So keep an eye out in your photos when you're going ghost hunting, y'all. Um, other people have seen the ghost children, like, in their room. One lady was like, this motherfucker was peering at me from over the edge of my bed. <laughs> he had half a skull face and half a regular ghost face. So I don't, I think he may have been trying to scare her, but also like trying to, to be playful. Cause I think if you were going to scare her, you would do like full fucking skeleton face, but I don't know. There's also been reports of guests meeting past guests as in ghost guests who stay and haunch the hotel, but they are, they're dead. So they're obviously not there anymore. So they'll meet them in the elevator. So guests will get in the elevator and they'll meet somebody in there and they'll have a conversation. And then when the guests leave the elevator, ghost is gone. Nobody was ever there. I do though wonder what the, the if the ghosts come up on the footage in the elevator, that would be really interesting to see. I'm trying to make this episode scary, but I'm so like hyped up and fascinated about this stuff. Like I can't do scary storytelling really well. I would apologize, but I don't give a fuck. So deal with it or stop listening. What else do we have? Me, mom, me, mom, me, mom. Yeah, there's one angry ghost that just throws things at people, apparently. I think the best way, I think it sounds like most ghosts are pretty friendly and they all are people who have stayed at the Stanley Hotel and just come back because they've loved it so much. Um, if you want the spooky version of shit that doesn't actually happen there, watch The Shining, read The Shining. Um, it sounds like all the hauntings are mostly friendly. Nobody's died there. The, I mean, the explosion was pretty gnarly, but again, nobody died. So, um, if you want to make it spooky, watch The Shining in the dark. If you don't have the time to watch the full Shining, watch The Simpsons Treehouse, Treehouse Terror of Terror, Treehouse of Horror. Simpsons has their own episode. You know how they do things where they like predict shit that's gonna happen. They did. They did like a Halloween short on their version of The Shining. If you don't have the time to watch the full Shining, um, it's pretty much pretty much it. Um, if you really want to experience something spooky, I definitely recommend going and staying, taking a tour, bringing your photos. Uh, you can do EVPs off your phone. It's super easy. You just open like a little recording and ask questions and then wait and play it back later. Um, so there is your Stanley Hotel episode. Happy Halloween. Uh, if you don't already know this, Keep your, I almost said skeletons, that's not the right word. Keep your jack-o'-lanterns lit for as long as possible. If your house is not protected against bad spirits, it will protect you. If you don't believe, fine, but don't message me when you've got a fucking scary-ass, mean-ass ghost in your house. Um, if you have loved ones who have passed, go ahead and leave some stuff out for them. It's one of the days where the veil is the thinnest. I think that goes all the way to November 3rd. So if you want to leave a little something out for them, they will like that. There's also uh, Dia de los Muertos. So if you do that, you already know what you're doing. Um, and I think 
I think that's it. I hope to see hope to see some good Halloween decorations. So far, I'm the only house decorated on my street. Um, I got to put my big big block ghosty out. Still, this is not. I'm not actually recording on Halloween. So those of you who are like, this bitch did not fucking decorate her house yet. No, it's decorated. I it's my house has been decorated since September first. So I'm one of those people. All right, Black Widow out. See y'all soon.